0: Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast, where liking what you like is never a bad thing. Here's your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. Hey y'all, I'm Patty Holiday, your host and head fangirl in charge. And today we are finally going to jump into one of my biggest fandoms. I mean, it's crazy that it's taken this long to get here, but this is literally like so big, such a big fandom for me that the girl who walked, you know, the presidential mile run every year in school actually became a runner (laughs) just so I could continue to be part of the community. It is, it is such a big part of my life that I began blogging because of this fandom. I became a travel agent and opened my own agency in order to get more people on board with this fandom and get them to experience what I experience when I head to a race weekend. I mean it's it's just it's basically my life, right? So yeah, we're we're finally going to Jump into the Run Disney fandom and the Run Disney community. And specifically, we are going to talk about Run Disney Paris because my guest who just got back from Run Disney Paris is Sarah. And she's gonna, she's gonna tell all. She's gonna tell us everything we need to know about heading out there next year. Uh hey Sarah. Hey. Hey. So you guys have met Sarah before. It's a long time. One of my favorite people in the entire world. Uh, this is Sarah Bergman. She is the owner of Park and Preston Travel, another agency that specializes in all things Run Disney. So this is this is why we love each other so much. She is a fellow huge Run Disney fangirl. Uh, Sarah and I met through our love of Run Disney, and then we worked together for years. Again. <laughs> Trying to get people to come to all these races with us. <laughs> and it's been a blast.
1: Now, Sarah, where can people find you on social media? I pretty much live on Instagram. My handle over there is Hi Ho Sarah, and that's H E I G H Ho Sarah. And that's that's because it's like Hi, ho, it ha- hi, hi, hi ho. It's up to run, we go. You <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. I love it. I, love I think it. it's I the know. cutest I'm, thing. <laughs> I'm so into it these days. I've been buying everything with on it and anything <laughs> snow white. I think my husband's going to kill me, but uh, <laughs> yeah, you can find me at Hi Ho Sarah. Um, and then the agency is Park and Presson on Instagram, but we don't, I don't really post a whole lot over there. All of the fun stuff is over on my personal account.
0: And she's so cute and she's so fun. And the, the fun fact about Sarah is there's never, well, I think we've come up with like three bad pictures ever <laughs> of you. But every other picture Sarah's just adorable. So give her a follow because she's a lot of fun.
1: I've got one coming tomorrow. Awesome. (laughs) I've got one coming tomorrow. Get excited. (laughs) I I can't
0: wait. I can't wait. Okay. So tell us a little bit about your general fandoms. Obviously Disney because.
1: Disney is my biggest biggest fandom. My general fandoms would be, it'd be Disney and and the parks. Disney parks is a Mm -hmm. big one for me. All of them. Uh, all of them, and now that I've been to Paris, I've even more so need to get to Asia. Um, but Disney parks, run Disney is a huge one of mine. And then, thanks to you, you can throw Marvel in there, which I know we've talked <laughs> about before. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> um, but that's that's pretty much it. It's pretty much anything under that Disney umbrella has got me bad. <laughs>
0: which is which is Sarah also went to D23 expo with me for the first yes. time. And so mm-hmm. that was why because you know everything that was Disney was there and we had to absorb and totally get into it and yeah so that, this is this is why we're friends. This is why we work <laughs> so well together. Uh okay so tell me About Wren Disney, tell me a little bit about your very first Wren Disney experience. How did you discover it? How did you decide to do this? Like, how did all that come about for you?
1: It's kind of a really long story, but- All right, we'll make it short. (laughs) I'm going to cut it down. I struggled with infertility for many, many years. And during that process, I told myself that I was going to run a half marathon to prove to myself that- my body could do whatever i wanted it to do. And so mm-hmm. i started looking into where i could run and what could be cool and what could be a neat, you know, a neat goal race in mind and that's when i found run disney and i'd been a disney fan my entire life um but hadn't been out there in forever. So i go to my dad i was like, "Hey, there's a half marathon at disney world and it's during this food and wine festival. Do you want to do it with me?" And he was on board and we ran together and trained and planned and that is when it really struck that run Disney was the greatest thing of all time. (laughs) After that race, I was registered for Wine and Dine. Before I even ran it, I registered for Tinkerbell with some of my girlfriends who also were into run Disney. And it just snowballed from there. (laughs)
0: And by Snowmo, we mean you started a travel agency because you wanted to be so much a part of this well, and you true. sold Run Disney. You, you so imagine. here we are. You fast
1: forward a few years and I was pregnant with my first, finally, and didn't want to go back to work at the law firm I was working at. Um, and I sat down and I go, how can I spend time with my kid and go to all the Run Disney races? And I knew that travel agents did something with something with races, and I was like, I guess I'll be a travel agent, <laughs> and here I am. You know, six years later.
0: <laughs> I I know, I know, it's crazy, it's crazy, and you know that was actually how we kind of met. Is a fr- our other our other friend, hi ho Megan, on Instagram? Mm-hmm. Um, Megan said, "Hey, Sarah." You should follow this girl's blog. She writes all about Run Disney. And being a travel agent wasn't on my agenda at the time, but that's how you and I ended up meeting and collaborating. And then I became an agent under you. And now here I am doing my own thing, you know, at No Guilt Travel. And so it's, it changes lives. I mean, when we, we, we guys, we can be so dorky about this subject because Sarah and I are both so passionate about what rent disney and the community has done for us um So don't mind us. We get a little, (laughs) little weepy over over all all the ways that run Disney has changed our lives. Uh, But yeah, so for me, it came about that we were trying to lose the baby weight with um, after I had my son, Seth, uh, there's a bunch of us online, a bunch of girlfriends of mine online. And so we all started running and, you know, we were doing like five K's. I think I had run one 10 K at that point. And one of the girls said, Hey guys, I'm kind of thinking we should step it up and we should do a half marathon. And even better, we should do it together. So let's go travel to this half marathon. And I vividly remember telling Summer that she could go pound sand and that was never going to happen. And the half marathon was ridiculous. And no, 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 no. And she said, oh, well, because I was looking at this one and she dropped a link for the princess half marathon at Walt Disney World. And I clicked that link and I signed up immediately and I said, oh yeah, I guess I'm training for a half marathon now <laughs> because I was all in, all, all in.
1: That is, that's awesome. It's, it's great.
0: Yeah. So that's what our love of run Disney. Uh, we are, um, oh, oh, oh. So we also want to talk about this. So Sarah and I and Megan are doing something on Instagram, as Sarah mentioned before, that she kind of lives Mm -hmm. over there. I am trying to move in. Um, (laughs) I like Instagram, but I don't, I don't love it as, as much as as some people. However, this,
1: this month. I'll tell you what, I'll help you move into Instagram and post more if you can teach me the Twitter. (laughs)
0: Of course. Uh, you know, you know how much I love Twitter. So yes, this is a good deal. Uh, so we are doing hashtag 30 days of run Disney. That's the hashtag. Hashtag 30 days of Run Disney on Instagram. You can find me at no guilt life, and you can find Sarah at Hi Ho Sarah and Megan at Hi Ho Megan, and Megan is M-E-G-H-A-N. And oh yeah. And Sarah has an H. Um, (laughs) But uh, follow us, tag us, use that uh, hashtag. We have a different prompt every day. What's your
1: favorite prompt? um, My favorite one, you know, it's funny. I'm actually really excited about the swag, the Run Disney swag one and the shirts because I'm actually right now wearing my favorite Run Disney shirt. And it's not an actual Disney shirt; it's one that was made by a friend, and it's mm. my favorite ever. And I'm just mm-hmm. going to leave it at that. And so, and that's towards the end of the month okay. too. So you got to wait a while. <laughs>
0: we do. We do have to <laughs> wait a bit till we get to that one. <laughs> uh, I think I I I throw a little bit of shade. Up. My favorite one that's coming up is uh, Dream Race mm-hmm. because we had my Dream Race, I know exactly what you're talking but about. they took I know. it away. Mm, Yeah, I know you know. I know you know. You were there. You were there. You know what I mean. Uh, So anyway, we're having some fun on Instagram. If you guys want to jump over there and follow us, that's, again, hashtag 30 Days of Run Disney. This is going to be going on for the entire month of October, so feel free to come on over and join in the fun. And, you know, if you don't have – a run Disney picture to share. It's cool. Like share anything with Disney or if you're interested in run Disney, there's also going on um, hashtag 30 days of WDW. Our friend Jane is kind of doing that for the month of October. So if you're a Disney person, but you're not necessarily a run Disney person yet, because we're going to try to change your mind on that, um, <laughs> then you can follow Jane at Real Wife, WDW. She she's been on the podcast a zillion times. You guys know Jane, and uh, she's got that going on as well. So Disney peeps, we got you covered for the month of October, one way or the other. Let's 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 do some some Disney pics over on Instagram and have some fun with it. Uh, all right, so now we're going to yeah. talk about Ren Disney Paris, Sarah. Just got back. Ren Disney Paris is like the official kickoff of the Ren Disney race season. It's the first race that happens every year and then the rest of the, the races kind of fall behind. Um, and Sarah, which t- for the first time, she just got back. So she's only been uh, to this race weekend once, but I know she's like basically already booked herself for the next two <laughs> Run <laughs> Disney Paris weekends. Is that right? Or did you just or did you just decide on the one? Or
1: I'm absolutely booked for the fifth anniversary. I'm okay. on the fence for Paris I'm, or for the princess one in May. I'm still trying okay. to find a buddy to go to that. Gotcha. I'm also still trying to find a buddy for September, which I'm still (laughs) going to try to make you come with me. I'm going to try to, uh, I'm still trying to make that happen, but yeah, I'm for sure and maybe, men.
0: yeah, I, I so want to go to one or the other. I just, uh, it's a lot, just the timing mm-hmm. of it all. It's a lot. It's a, it's a lot, but, but, uh, we're going to talk about why, why this is exciting and why this is maybe a really cool option, uh, for people to go and do. Now, um, we mentioned two races, one, Run Disney Paris has announced a princess weekend race. This is going to be May 8th through
1: 10th. And what are the race distances, Sarah? Because it's not the traditional. It is not the traditional. It is a 5K and an 8K. Um, Okay. And so if you are planning on doing Castle to Chateau, this would not be the weekend for you because there is not a half marathon. Now, they may announce something at some point of something special for doing both paris and usa but at this time there's not and so if you want that castle to chateau medal you're going to want to wait until september
0: that's a very important po- point because i know people were thinking they were going to go do princess weekend but then when they pulled back and they told us what races there were now for me because i don't do the half marathons anymore i'm like looking at that may weekend going that would be really perfect
1: for me because the <laughs> 5K and an 8K, I'm all in. Well, nice <laughs> I, can, I can handle both One of these. One of the nice things about this race weekend as well is, and that's what I'm trying to convince my mom to come and do it with me, Because mm-hmm, you don't get an option for a challenge medal unless you run a half marathon at any race weekend ever. And there's a challenge medal for doing both. And so it gives an right. opportunity to people that are not into the 13.1 to do a Run Disney challenge. So that's pretty- Right. No, that's awesome. That is awesome.
0: Yeah. So that, the princess weekend sounds great. The other weekend is in September and that is going to be the 24th through the 27th, of uh, 2020. And that's the fifth anniversary. And that's what Correct. Sarah just got back from
1: basically was that weekend. What are all of the races that are offered during that? That is weekend? pretty, it's pretty cool. It's the traditional five, 10 and half. However, they have two challenges. So you can do the five, the 10 or the half. Or you can do the 31K challenge, which is the traditional run Disney USA challenge with the five and the 10. Then they also have the 36K challenge, which is all three races. So it's kind of Paris's version of dopey. If you do the 36K, you get the 5K, the 10K, the half medal, the 31K challenge medal, and the 35K challenge medal. So there's a way to do, like if you do all the races, which most of us do, you get an extra medal,
0: And you also get your Castle to Chateau medal if you run a half marathon or marathon stateside, as well as the half marathon over there. So you guys can go home with a lot of medals is what we are saying, basically. Yeah, so that's an option. That's an option. Um, now I want to want to point out something that we don't do here at Ren Disney State Side, but you do have to do if you're going overseas, and that's the medical forms. But I think, am I correct in saying that it's only for the half marathon runners, like the five yeah. and the ten k? If you're you don't have to have this medical form, but if you're doing the half marathon, Paris wants to ask you not to die on them, <laughs> and so so they have a doctor fill out a form. So can you tell me a
1: little bit about what that looks like or how that process worked it's for you. This pretty year. simple. The process for me this year actually was awful, um, but that was my own situation. It had nothing to do with Run Disney or the form itself. Okay. Um, it's a simple form that your general practitioner can fill out that basically just says that you're fit enough to race. It's a pretty standard thing that they do in Europe for races. Um, my problem was I moved right around the time that this form was ready and needed to be filled out. And so I was in a new city and had to establish a relationship with a doctor and get in. And everybody knows with mm-hmm. healthcare that can take some time. Um I did get one filled out actually by my doctor at home but there is also a an online thing that you can fill out that costs a little bit of money. And that's what I did. I think it ended up costing me about $80. And I wish I had it sitting in front of me so I could say what it was. Um, we can put it in the show notes. I'll get it to you, Patty, um, after all of this. But it's just kind of an online thing that basically you fill out. And they give you the form. And I submitted it. And it was accepted like within 10 minutes. I mean, it's, it's a piece of cake. So it's a little nerve-wracking when you do it because you're like, what am I doing? This is all new to me but I had a copy of that and then a copy of my other form in case there was any issues when I got there and they never even asked. So it's a pretty simple process. Okay. So that doesn't sound as scary as
0: I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Was. <laughs>
1: no, and really, It's just the doctor just signs off, says, yeah, you're fit enough to run a half marathon. That's it.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Cool. Cool. Okay. Awesome. Uh, now you book your tickets, you show up in Paris and what do you do next? How do you, cause, cause Disneyland Paris is on the outskirts. It's not. It's not in the in the middle of the city of Paris. So, how do you get from the airport to? The there resort? are a
1: couple of different options. There's the train called the TGV, which is what we ended up taking. That's literally you get on the train at the airport and you get off the train right outside, right outside of Disney Village. It's very easy. Um, tickets are not too expensive, depending on you, the class you get. I think they start at maybe around twenty or twenty five. US dollars. Um, and you just wait for the train, you get on, it's like a 10 minute train ride and you're there. It's very simple. Uh, you can take their version of the subway trains. It's like the RG BV, I believe it's called. Uh, but that involves changing trains in places. <laughs> that was a little Overwhelming mm-hmm. to me. Okay. So we skipped that. Um, you can take a taxi which is another pretty easy, easy way, but that I think can get kind of expensive depending on traffic. And then they also have the magic shuttle, which is a bus. Um, it is very straightforward. There are signs on the airport to, to help you find it pretty easily. Uh, we decided against that because it can take up to an hour and a half. And we were like, that seems like a long time to be on a bus. So we went into the train and gotcha. it's pretty simple. Um, we, we had just missed the train when we got there to get our ticket. So our wait was a little bit longer than we would have liked, but once we were on piece of cake. Okay. So it doesn't sound, I mean, you have options and like you mm-hmm. would pretty much anywhere. Uh,
0: but it doesn't sound like it's too hard to
1: get yeah. from point A to point B. So and everything English too. So, and most everybody will speak English. So that was the big thing I was worried about is not being able to communicate. And it was, everybody was great. Awesome. 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 Okay.
0: Now. When you get to the parks, as for a run Disney race weekend, I get the feeling, and this is based on you know everybody's feedback, but I want to hear it from you. Do you agree that staying on site, um, particularly if you are an American coming out, you're maybe not familiar with the French countryside, um, staying on site is is worth maybe paying a little bit extra for the proximity
1: and for getting back and forth for the races. One hundred is that an accurate? Okay hundred percent. All right. No, awesome. No, there I have 100%. I know there are some off property hotels and one of the packages that I book, um, includes this one resort, which is really cool. It's called the villages nature. It's a super cool resort and it's very close, but you do have to work with your own transportation. And since that is something that freaks me out, <laughs> um, I, I choose to, I'm going to stay on property. I'm going to walk. I want to walk everywhere. So that works.
0: Yeah. being I, I looked at that resort uh, just yesterday and it looks fantastic and amazing. But I don't know that I would recommend that for a Ren Disney Correct. race uh, because of the transportation. Just like you said, uh, you want to be able to to walk if you need to or to know that the hotel, the resort that you're staying at is offering that transportation just like they do mm-hmm. stateside. So m- almost everything I think
1: at Paris is walkable. It could be up to 20 Minutes or so, I, right? it can take right. a little bit of time. Some of the value resorts are a little mm-hmm. bit further back out there. Um, but it's all within walking distance. I would re- I would relate Run Disney Paris to be more like Disneyland, the Disney World. So everything pretty much in one little okay. area. Got it. Got it. Got
0: it. All right. Well, we know when you go to run, uh, runners like to eat. Runners have to eat. Runners are all about the food. Talk to me about Disneyland Paris food because – I've heard some not so great.
1: We rates. heard terrible things. Like I would be like, we're going to Disneyland Paris. And they'd be like, that's awesome. The food sucks. <laughs> 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 no. we said first. first, And we were like, what? Um, so we went in with really low expectations, but I think because we had low expectations, we were very pleasantly surprised. Um, we ended up eating. They have an Earl of sandwich in the Disney village, which we ate at twice. I think um, all of our meals that we had at table service restaurants were delightful. Um, no complaints there. I had one wrap that I didn't like, but that's because I thought I had too much guacamole. It had nothing to do with the cooking itself. Like (laughs) everything was great for us.
0: Yeah. I, I saw, um, and I sent this picture to you and you kind of laughed about it. Um, I saw on Twitter that apparently heads up, anybody heading to, 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 Disneyland Paris. If you have an allergy, if you have a food allergy, uh, they take it super seriously over there. But unfortunately, that means you, you don't get a lot of options. It's not treated the same way Correct. as it is stateside. So what what I saw was basically a microwaved meal with the plastic still on it, served to somebody at a nice fancy Paris restaurant, because they are not even allowed to remove the wrappings or, or anything if they have a gluten allergy or, or whatever their allergy was. And it didn't look that appetizing, guys. I, I, you know, she didn't report back yeah. on how good or not it was. But I just want to give you a, a heads up. If you are a um, allergy person, definitely do some
1: research and, and and find out what your options are because you might have a little bit of a Yeah, I would agree with that. I am I will eat anything that's put in front of me unless it's a pickle. So I would find but if you do have, if you're <laughs> particularly picky or um, have an allergy, then definitely pay a little bit closer to attention to where you're going. <laughs> yeah, no, I hate laughing
0: about the pickles because,
1: <laughs> like I said, so like
0: ridiculously, she freaks out over the pickles. <laughs> it's really funny. Uh, that's fair, though. Everybody has their thing. I get it. <laughs> okay. Um, now, these races are also a little bit different as far as like the corralling system and Correct. how people are seated and even how proof of time works. So give us a little bit of rundown on all of that. I know that there were some, the first time they they did this race, people freaked out because they were really fast runners, but they were put in the back of their corral. And at least for, I think it was the 5K that this first was the first time it, it was noted people realize that it's because it was done mm-hmm. alphabetically not by time so as a Bergman <laughs> you might have been up front but as a my main name is wills as a wills I would have been in the back regardless of how fast I thought I would finish the 5k
1: in or whatever has any of that changed or, or did you still see some I don't of that believe so. okay I don't think it's changed I think they do have an elite area um but it's pretty slim. Um, I, I kept asking people how they do curls and everybody kept telling me it's random. Mm -hmm. So that wouldn't surprise me if that was the case. I'm a B and I was in corral B. Um, my husband, who is a B who was only doing the 5k, he was in C. So, and we, I registered him five minutes before I registered myself. Mm -hmm. So I do think that it could be more of a random thing. I've also heard challenge runners are put up first and then everybody else behind them. I'm not quite sure, but I do know and can say with 100% certainty that it is not really based on proof of time. Okay. So you just, it's just kind of a crapshoot. You just show up and you run and it can be kind of frustrating because when you get started, it's walkers and runners and everybody all jumbled together. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. put your patient pants on (laughs) and you'll be good. Your patient pants. Uh, Yeah. Runners are super
0: known for their patient pants. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So maybe- that is something, though, to keep in mind uh, for you, you, you fasters out there, is that it could be a little bit frustrating on that start, and that's just how Paris does it. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: hopefully. Knowing that going in in will at least help you be aware of the circumstances. There were lots of awesome characters. One of the things about when Disney Paris is I love seeing the variety of characters that they pull out on the course. Mm -hmm. Was there anybody that you hadn't seen before uh, that you just loved?
1: I got super excited when we were doing the 10K that Moana was out. I had not ever gotten to meet her or see her before. And so Moana was a big one for me. I took a selfie and texted it to my mom immediately to show my daughter. Big <laughs> 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 one. And then during the half they had, um Melanie Ravenswood, who is the bride from Phantom Manor, which is their version oh. of And so they had some kind of cool, you know, like I that was the coolest thing for me cuz I was like, okay, this is awesome. Um for the 5K, that was kind of super disappointing. Um, the 5K picture lines were an hour wait. Easy. It, oh my was, goodness. it was absolutely insane. Um, and so my husband and I, we didn't stop for any of the pictures on the 5K just because the waits were so long. And what was kind of a a, a bummer is that the 5K was themed to Lion King, but there was no Lion King on the course at all. Like no Rafiki, no nothing. Uh, That's weird. Yeah, it was bizarre. And so that was just, it was just kind of off. The 5k was just kind of off this year, I think. But what was cool is when you go to the 10k, it was Rapunzel themed. Every character on the course was a princess, every single one. And like a legit, princess it was awesome i got merida i got pocahontas we got moana aurora i mean it was awesome it was very cool um and then for the half it was a good healthy mix i mean it was just it was tons of uh, really cool characters i think la- was it i think it
0: was last year you know, it must have been last year because last year they had they had a marvel uh, mm-hmm. element. One of the one of the races was Marvel themed. And so I remember seeing some Marvel characters yes. on the course, which makes me yeah. happy. But I guess you guys didn't get any of those
1: this year, huh? No, we didn't have any Marvel this year, which was kind of a bummer. There was um, some like Jess and Buzz were there with Forky. There's Chip and Dale. And it was cool because a lot of them, there was two. And so it would be like uh, Pocahontas was there with John Smith. And Anna was there with Kristoff and Belle and the Beast. And so you kind of got you know, double bang for your buck when you were doing the characters in Paris. Oh, that's fun. That is fun.
0: All right. Which course did you like the best? Cause you ran I everything. Ran so tell us, tell
1: us the highs and lows of the courses. What did you I like? ran all. that half marathon is awesome. It's awesome. Um, it's kind of broken up into three different segments. I would say your first segment is through the parks Uh, Your second segment is through the quote unquote French countryside, which I'm sure to anybody that actually lives in Paris is like, uh, it's a neighborhood, but (laughs) (laughs) this is amazing. Look at that playground. Look at these cottages. You know, like it was, it was really cool. Um, You kind of go, go back around the back end of, of property and through a little local area with some apartments and um, then you come back through, and then the last bit of the race is through two of the resorts, uh, Santa Fe and Cheyenne. Those are the Valley resorts that are a little bit further away from the exciting Expo area. But you run through there, and they're adorable. And then you kind of run around the rest of the resort area, and you're back and finish in the park. So you do finish in the park. Where where do you where was your finish? Where was your finish? The finish line is in Walt Disney Studio. It's kind of, um, if there's a little construction over there right now because it's right by where they're building a venture campus, but mm-hmm. um, you kind of finish right there. And then you're funneled out pretty quickly. So it's not one of those, like you can sneak and stay in the park, but <laughs> it's right there. And then you, when you walk through to get all your medals and you finish everything, then by the time you're done with the whole process, you're outside of the park. But the actual okay. line is, I believe is from what I can remember right there in the middle of the park.
0: That's cool. I mm-hmm. love that. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Okay, now you did you did parks and races while you were there. Yeah. Let's and I know you were really tired a lot of the time too. And yeah. guys, Sarah's never tired. Like Sarah's a go go energizer bunny. But I'm guessing the jet lag plus all this running plus all the park time, uh, no amount of coffee. And I know she tried. <laughs> Sarah's a coffee addict. I uh, know oh, yeah. a amount of coffee probably like pushed you. So you did you did both. So, first of all, I want to hear quickly about the parks, like uh, how much you loved the parks there versus here. And I know we're not going to compare. I just want to hear, did yeah. you enjoy Ren Disney Paris because Ren Disney Paris has had some negative press from the u s. peeps in the past. Um, but I didn't feel like I feel like the runners are a little bit more okay with Ren Disney Paris. So I do want your take on that. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so for the parks, I always laugh and say comparing Disney World to Disneyland is apples and oranges, which people roll their eyes at because it's the same, but it's not. Well, Disneyland Paris is a banana, like it's okay. it's its own other other thing. I did not realize how much I would love those parks. Um, they're incredible. The parks are phenomenal. They have a lot more to see and do and experience that are not attractions okay. than other parks here in in the US um like the dragon underneath the castle and there's like this whole area close to pirates where you can explore these caves like there's just more it's more immersive it's more in depth than you get going through fantasy land in Florida fantasyland in paris it's just there's just more to take in if that makes sense mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and then when it comes to run Disney it's the same name, but it's a totally different company. I didn't have any major expectations. My, I also loved out, though. My registration process was really easy. I had no issues. I got my links when I was told I would receive my links. I mean, everything worked out really fine. I had no need for runner relations, and so I didn't have to experience any of that. Um, but I do know that everybody is helpful and will help when they can. So I think if you get a snag or you know, you run into an issue, just be patient and talk to them. It's a much smaller team. So um, Mm -hmm. it could take a little bit longer to get your question answered, but you know, they're there to help. And any issue that you don't get resolved before the race can be resolved when you get there.
0: That's good. That's good. That's important. Mm -hmm. Is there anything that you would do differently, like on your trip? Would you stay longer? Would you show
1: up earlier? Would you? Yeah. Like sure. what? Yeah. Uh, okay. I would definitely stay longer. I would have absolutely stayed longer. I probably would have showed up a day or two in advance to hopefully get that jet lag out of the way. And mm-hmm. then afterwards, when the races were over, I would have liked to stay a few more days. We had talked about maybe going into actual Paris and it just didn't happen. We stayed at it right. the entire time. Um, I would like to see actual Paris. So next time I'm hoping to make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, the probably change is just make longer. Yeah, it, that's what's that's what's hard
0: with a run Disney race weekend, especially those those dopey runners that you know, you're locked into to running so much that you sometimes don't get a chance to really experience outside of the race plus the parks. Mm-hmm. So like I get that and I could see the same thing kind of comparing a dopey experience with a Run Disney Paris experience coming from the US because of the extra travel and the jet lag and the changes and all of that stuff. Like it, it just factors in. And so yes, you have to pick and choose or extend as much as you can to to get as much as you can get in. Yeah. So no, I would. Yeah. And
1: and and I don't want to downplay the experience that we had. Like if you want to go, but you only have four nights, worth it. Like it's still one hundred percent you can do it. You will have a fantastic time. But if you have that option to extend it a little bit, then I would, I would go for that as well.
0: Yeah. And that's a good point. It's not, it's not like your experience was amazing and and incredible. It's just, if you could do it over, you'd add an extra day on each
1: end. I needed more. I did. (laughs) hey don't we all <laughs> yeah. one of the that was kind of disappointing is as right after the half marathon it rained most of the afternoon and so there was you know four or five hours that we were hoping to explore the parks in that it was just cold and rainy and so yeah we ended up just hanging out with friends and still had a great time but I'm like I wanted to be in the park for those I wanted to ride small world one more time I wanted to- <laughs>
0: Oh, and you you mentioned cold and rainy. So touch base real quick. What's the weather like in September in Paris?
1: (laughs) It's cold. It was cold. Guys, I felt like such an idiot. I didn't pay attention to the weather. I'm thinking Florida. I'm like, it's hot. Spring. Oh, it was so cold. I thought I was going to die waiting for the 10K to start. It was in the, it was in the 50s, low 50s. It was cold. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, not really, but yes. <laughs>
1: well, you're wearing like a sparkle skirt and a tank top and you're just sitting there. It. I mean, it's. it was chilly. Once I got moving, it was a little bit better, but I should have paid better attention and worn, oh, I don't know, sleeves. <laughs>
0: Like perfect running weather oh, yeah. once you're running. Great. It's just the waiting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the got it, got it.
1: Marathon the next day was about 15 degrees warmer. It was absolutely perfect. And if I would have actually run, I may have had a new PR. I mean, that's how perfect the conditions were. And the course was, was built for it. But instead, we just kind of jacked around and took all the pictures and had all the fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you know, I'm all on board for that mm-hmm. because you pay a lot for these races. Get your money's worth. Of sure. these. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, we're going to wrap this up. Um, I'm going to go and drool over Sarah's pictures again on Instagram <laughs> because honestly, I'm a little obsessed with Ren Disney Paris right now. And it really, it, it has been on my list of things to do, uh, especially once they started the race weekend's. So well, I got I to try to make this happen. But uh, for now, guys, don't forget to leave a review. Throw up those five stars on Apple and share this podcast with your friends, especially if you guys are interested in Ren Disney or Ren Disney Paris. You know we would love to talk about it more. So you can also hit us up and, uh, you know, let me know if you have any questions. I am at No Guilt Life on all social media. And you can find my blog at no guilt fangirl.com. You know, we're on all the major podcast players. So if you do f- realize that we're not showing up somewhere, please let me know. So I can make sure we get that added and taken care of. Thanks for fangirling with us. And we'll see you again real soon. Thanks, Sarah. Thank you. Thank
1: you.